joined by my co-host, Kevin Anderson. Uh, Kevin, I'm going to say something uh, specifically to hurt you. Oh, no. Because I think it would be funny to hear it in real time. Um, <laughs> this year, uh, Ruby and Sapphire will be 20 years old. Oh, God. I already... <laughs> I just found a gray hair in my beard, too. Yeah. Oh, no. We're old. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um... <sighs> Did you play it when it dropped? Because I didn't. Um, my first Pokemon game mm-hmm. was gold and silver on a hand-me-down Game Boy Color, mm-hmm. which I could not read at that point. Yeah. So what I would do is I would just go to Ecritique and I would catch a Bell Sprout, mm-hmm. and then I didn't know how to save, so I would shut the game off, and I'd just do that over and over again. Mm-hmm. My first Cognizant Pokemon game was fire red leaf green so that generation but not ruby sapphire mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah god I don't so you didn't play you didn't play them at all growing up or like when did you get them i played emerald i never played ruby and sapphire did i did i just miss that part of your story was i being no. a bad listener oh, okay um yeah mine was black and white i don't think we have we talked about like my my pokemon thing growing up no you you tend to be a little later to the party than yeah, like no, my um, it's a combination of uh, my mom heard about the seizure story, <laughs> yeah, so she didn't let me watch Pokemon, and then also my grandfather was a cockfighter. Oh, so you had like it's in it's in your blood. Well, no, no I I think the the whole point of me not being allowed to play Pokemon was uh, like to avoid that conversation, or just like to avoid the connotation of like making animals fight, um. But yeah, I didn't get to play Pokemon or watch it as a child. Uh, I was a teenager when I started playing Pokemon. Like I think I was in high school. Yeah, yeah, we, uh, yeah. Black and White came out. I think my freshman year of high school. Really? I I thought when I had gotten, dude, you want to get the stupidest thing ever? By the way, um, Always. I got a used copy of Pokemon. I think White, whichever one had Zekrom in it, and um. It had, like, every legendary and a fuck ton of shinies. And I was like, well, I have to start from scratch, and I deleted it. Uh, well, I mean, back then, that's really your only option. It's not like there was a Pokemon bank you could throw no, in. No, but, like, I could have shared the wealth. Like, Yes, I had... you should have, yeah. yeah. But that was um, always one of the funnest parts of buying a used Pokemon game. Mm-hmm. Is I think you never really know if they're, they're real. Left... And most of the time oh, they never not. were, I assumed, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you ever care about that back in the day? Like, if you found out you were fighting someone, and I just realized I yawned on my own show. Um, <laughs> well, you know, we are boring. Yeah, no, we're we're <laughs> we're recording later than. Usual. Yeah, this is the kid Michael show. And I at also night. stayed up at till like three thirty last night. <clears throat> Hell yeah. Um, did, were you, did you get upset if like you were playing someone in Pokemon? You're like they did not EV train these clearly. This may be the last thing I say on this show. Uh, no, because I was that guy. You were you were cheating. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I distinctly remember Tom and Tyler giving me shit about how you should never cheat, and then one day they were just like, "What's what we we've been cheating?" Yeah, I mean, I just I t- totally didn't realize I shouldn't have said their names, but whatever. <laughs> um, well, I, I I think if I reference this, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about, but. The the perfect grind for like the perfect Pokemon is something for a very specific person in our lives, and uh-huh. I was never that guy. 
So uh, when I was given an action replay for the first time, that was the first thing I did. Mm-hmm. I just, I can't be asked to grind for twelve days to get a shiny perfect EV. Hey, that's spiel. all it took was an action replay. You didn't have to like go online or like go on your computer or anything. It was just straight. Oh yeah, PK hack stuff like that. Okay. But never used an action replay. Did the DS have uh, one? Yeah, I think the DS was the action replay. Before that, it was Game Shark, and then it was before that it was Game Genie. I have a long history of cheating. There's a 3DS action replay. I'm sure. What does it do? Let me look it up. I'm pretty sure there's a 3DS action replay, but I uh, the original action replay was on the DS. Yep. Wow. This one advertises that it is compatible with Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Wow. Also, why is there a um oh power yeah action replay power saves pro? What is the difference here? Why is this uh, one pro? I don't know. Uh, works with Fire Emblem Echoes, Yokai Watch, Psychic Specters, Hyrule Warriors, Hyrule Legends. Warriors. Fire, Fire Emblem <laughs> Fates. Um, I almost said that as Fyrule Warriors. Uh, did they the mess this of, up? Yeah, they did. The Legend of Zelda <laughs> Triforce Heroes. What? It said, you know how it's like separate. It says Legend of Zelda Triforce and then stop. Heroes and Monster then, Hunter 4. Yeah. <laughs> Heroes Monster Hunter 4. <laughs> I love stuff like that. Oh, um, God. Top screen for 3DS XL. Oh, this is literally, I thought this was a TV. This is just literally the screen that goes inside the 3DS XL. This is so weird. What would you do with a Game Shark on a 3DS? You usually like, use it just to like either break games or like get access to stuff you weren't supposed to. Hmm. I think that's thing to invest in. The action replay was how I got the Arceus event in um, Diamond and Pearl for the first time. Uh-huh. There should be a Switch action replay. That's just called hacking at this point. I really yeah, think we've, we've sure graduated more past. more accessible in a product that you can legally buy. Assuming Action Replay was legal. <laughs> I don't know. Probably. Action replay legal. Uh, oh my god, this answer. this one's even better. I'm posting a link to it in chat. Action replay Just... is legal in competitive Pokemon. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's legal because there's really no way of telling anymore. But the best thing to keep in mind is that if you play competitive Pokemon, tournaments have ways to check to see if your Pokemon are hacked. Skilled hackers are able to pass off their Pokemon as legit in smaller tourneys, but Nintendo probably has access. So it's not legal then? I don't know. I don't care. Competitive Pokemon is ridiculous to me. Hmm. I just yeah. posted a link to one, and it's better exclusively because of the artwork they used. On the action replay? Yeah. Yeah, but... Damn, does... uh? Can I still use Pokemon Bank? Or is that done? I have no idea anymore. I thought that was been done for a while, though. Yeah. Damn. I could have gotten myself some good-ass Pokemon with that. I mean, you still very easily can. But I, I don't I don't want to hack my Switch. I don't 
I don't know. I feel like this is a conversation for another day, but I'm pretty sure it's pretty easy. Yeah, I just don't want to do it. Anyway, um, action replay, guys. Make a Switch cart. It was a cart, right? Like you plugged your cartridge into it. Yeah, yeah, that was the cool part. It was a, it was like a the old game genie for the for the NES, where you had to like plug it in and then put the cartridge in. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. I um, God, I'm so fucking tired. I went to we should we should never do this this show this late. By the way, I'm um, uh, always down. Yeah. Anyway, um, I, I watched Return of the King extended edition yesterday. Uh, oh, at nice. Our friend Greg's house. Because oh. we've been marathoning them, um, and uh, sorry, someone texted me, and some people, some of our friends showed up who hadn't been watching the previous two with us, and yeah. like, uh, I'm gonna talk a little shit. Yeah, uh, if I okay, here's my rule: if you're gonna talk during a movie, right? You can okay. talk about the, you can talk during a movie if you're talking about or riffing on the movie. Yeah, if you're riffing on the movie, like you have to land it. it has, you, it, it's the same rule as there is for pretty much everything else in life: is you have yeah. to be funny. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other thing is like, but yeah, and also it has to be tangentially about the movie. You can't just be watching a movie and be like, uh, "See the new Naruto trailer or some shit like that." Um, yeah. The other thing is like, <sighs> some a, a mutual friend of ours like took out his phone and started watching video with the volume on while we were watching the movie. I was like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that drives That's me That's the worst. I'm only saying this because I know no one ever voluntarily listens to my podcast in our friend group, or at least anyone that would have been there. So, um, I'm sending you this to them, by the way. Yeah, it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> I'll say it to their face. Don't fucking watch a video during a movie. Rude. Um, am I wrong? Am I in am no, I the No, I agree with you. Yeah. I don't know what it is about movies. Like you can do that during TV shows. I don't care. Yeah, but movies, it's I think no, it's I just mean, if the it, investment. I don't care as long as you're you have headphones. If you're gonna watch a video with the volume on while I'm watching a TV show, I'm gonna be like, fuck oh, yeah. you. Well, it's yeah, but I also hate them people just do that in public too. So mm-hmm. I don't think it's just. Oh, uh, dude, when people do that in like restaurants. Oh. oh. The worst is when it's for kids. Yeah. Like I get it, but I'm also a firm believer that we shouldn't bring children to restaurants. Uh, speaking of restaurants, I picked up my W two today. Yeah. Uh, at my old job and they had this huge wall uh that had like a setup where they were going to put a bunch of panels to make a giant screen yeah and when i showed up today i saw that they still haven't put the screen up and i was like what's up and they were like someone broke it or like it came broken or something oh that's the worst yeah so they just have a giant wall that, uh, that's clearly meant to be like used for monitors and there's nothing there and they probably won't they, they probably can't invest the money again at that point, just throw up a sheet and get a cheap projector. Yeah. I, I, so I, uh, our friend Johnny, who's been on the pod a few times, he had, a, he, he brought us a bunch of clothes, uh, that don't fit him anymore. And I took a bunch and I took like a fancy coat and shit. And so I was like, I'm going to wear the fancy clothes that Johnny just brought, um, to my old job to make it look like I'm doing really well without them. <laughs> and I get there and the first thing the owner asks is, so how's your new job? Uh, well, it worked, eh? Yeah, no, he fucking got me. I was like, well, I mean, you know, I, I'm kind of, I'm at a school and I, I'm doing okay money wise, so I'm, I'm just kind of like not, not worrying about it for now. He was like, oh, like you could tell he was like, got him. You gotta lie, man. You gotta be like, well, you know, Ness is great. You know, the people who work there are, are very <laughs> nice to me. <laughs> I don't know why NASA would want want you, but you know, yeah. 
That would be fucking. Can you imagine you work a restaurant job and then NASA? I guess that. I feel. Yeah, that doesn't feel all that uncommon. Yeah. You gotta work your way no, through usually, school somehow, man. Like, um, you know, you work a, a job you can't talk about in Brazil, and then NASA. <laughs> yeah. Is it? How many kidneys do you have? Is it worse if I say one or three? Uh, it, it, you, you used to do something that rhymes with uh, bone kittler. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you trying to say there? Bone Hitler. The joke is is that like Nazis from Brazil. Never mind. Oh yeah, that's Argentina. No Brazil. The movie's called no. Boys from Brazil. Oh, I thought you just talked about the the Nazis in Argentina. Thing. No, but the Nazis also went to Brazil. That's why the movie's called Boys in Brazil. Not that not that I'm implying that that movie actually happened, but <laughs> it's just South America in general, isn't it? I always heard it with Brazil. Whenever whenever the joke is made with people I know, it's Argentina. Oh, which one speaks Ar- uh, Portuguese? Is Brazil right? <laughs> Yes, because in Archer they have a joke about it, um, and because uh, like there's a character Krieger who's German and yeah. he's like making Portuguese flashcards, and they thought I, I thought Krieger was a German name. He's like, yeah, but I grew up in uh, Br- Rhode Island, you know, where there's a lot of uh, Portuguese people. So yeah. I've heard the joke either like both ways. There's a there's a Hitchcock movie that's pretty good about Nazis in South America. His reality about that is also wild. Yeah. Or so they tell me anyway, I don't know. Oh, you know. Is now a bad time to bring up that I'm practicing what? German? Oh. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I, I wasn't sure if you were... I, I wasn't sure if you were going to go for a really uh, hard joke there. But yeah, no. You've oh, been t- no. Practicing German. Um, oh, yeah, no, it's great. It's awful. I, I can't learn any other language. So, but like, how good is your German? I don't know how to respond to that in German, so it's not great. The yet. only real thing I know how to say in German is "oh shit," and it's always funny to say. I, I um, I always like what is it when two la- words in two languages sound similar? Is that a cognate? I don't know, man. I went to but, art school. Yeah, fair enough. I went for journalism. I'm pretty much yeah. there, but. I like stuff like that, and I found out that the word in German for library is bibliothèque. That's funny. Yeah. Um, so, you know. Romance languages, Germanic languages, kind of swap spit sometimes. That's, that's yeah, literally the, just what English is. Yeah, English is the bastard of so many that's things. That's kind of why English is the language of trade, is because it you can trace it back to more languages than any other one language, I think. Right? Like I really feel like it it's has more a... because Britain raped the planet. But like from a but, but like <laughs> it... I mean, I don't know. I'd always heard it that like that English has, you know, one foot in Germanic, one foot in romance, and it has like a couple of other parts of the world in its its vocabulary so that it is the ideal like even if without what you were talking about, like it's the ideal language for trade because it's the easiest transition from a different language to yeah. english than it is to any other language yeah, uk english is the child of german norman french um whatever the hell they were speaking in england before that i forget the name of it i guess you'd probably still call old english. english yeah old english and uh some scandinavian you ever read like actual old english like, uh, not yeah it's horrifying like, actual old english yeah you ever heard someone try to speak it it's no, horrifying I, yeah it's we made some good changes, I think, is the bottom line there. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I know we all like to make fun of the French, but, you know, I, that language is just a, a little prettier, you know? Yeah. Really beautified the anger. It helps that, like, in pop culture, you only ever hear French when someone's trying to fuck someone else. So it's like, you always hear, like, the horniest version of it. It's like how we always hear the Naziest version of German. Like, you could you could do sensual German. Yeah, Bavarian German's very sensual. Mm-hmm. Southern German. Um, Southern German. Yeah. I don't know why that was funny. Um, <laughs> oh man, I want to go to Bavaria so bad. What's where is that? Uh, it's literally the southern chunk of Germany. Why do you want to go to Bavaria? Food. What kind Lit- of food are we talking? Like, like really good sausages, mm-hmm. beer. Mm-hmm. I like. I just want to go to Oktoberfest, really. But I gotta like. I want to go to a real what one. What kind so of I beer are they rocking in, in Germany? Is it dark or? I. No, I think their beers are lighter, but I don't actually know. I can't wait to fucking to go to. I'm going to Ireland and Northern Ireland this summer. I think I, I think we talked about this. Yeah. But um, I can't wait to go there and just order Corona and just get my the piss beaten out of me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, honest to God, when I was st- when I started drinking in college, um, mm-hmm. I was very against dark beers. By the way, German is predominantly dark beer, apparently. Okay. Um, but I've grown to really love Heineken or not Heineken. Jesus Christ. Heineken is piss water. I like um, Heineken. I'm sorry. Uh, Guinness. What do you, I always like you have dark beer, right? But yeah. like the opposite isn't light beer because light beer is like Bud Light. Like it's light in a health way. So what do you call the other kind of beer? Hey, that's a good question. This is just going to be Kid Michael ask Kevin to Google things for an hour. <laughs> All right. Types of beer. The, oh, pale lager. Pale okay, is pale the... lager. Irish. Let's see what they're rocking in Ireland. God, I want a beer right now. Yeah, right? I just had Should a beer last up. night, too. I had a fucking Stella. Dude, fucking growing... Like, Beer gets so you you don't even drink, right? Did I make that up? I I for a very long time I didn't drink. Like throughout the pandemic I didn't drink. Mm-hmm. I um but recently I have picked up having a drink at night occasionally. Mm-hmm. I have a really old Budweiser in the fridge. I don't, I don't know how long I do you remember the uh the Budweiser you gave me uh-huh. when I came over for the 4th that's of what July? That's from. Yeah, mine too. Yeah. Mine too. Have you had I have had a line yet? I no, I I did not. I'm probably just gonna chuck that. I imagine it's quite skunky. Those fucking hit that day though. Yeah. Well, I didn't have any. I had one when I went home. That was like the the fat last hurrah. I think for me, it's just that like, <laughs> when we all ate hot thirty dogs. hot dogs. Yeah. And then and then like I I invite you guys to my house. I cook you food, and then Johnny's just talking shit about the hot dogs. You remember that? Yes, like on, on like on oh, Discord, God. I was like, because he was like, I mean, they were splitting oh, open. I, I was like, because I cut them open. That's how I cook them. <laughs> You're supposed to cut hot dogs when you. Cook yeah, them. I don't know. Um, they were also really cheap meat, so. Oh yeah, if they, well, if they mean, warped, it was that was that was the reason, not because I burnt them. I don't. I prefer my hot dogs burnt. <laughs> yeah, I th- I thought the hot dogs fucking like all things considered were really fucking good that day. Yeah, I, I mean, not I, to I, I get a little, your cooking sorry, ability. Oh, is it not to dish your cooking ability, but I mean, it's really hard to fuck up hot dogs. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> um, didn't we have like? Didn't he bring like army burgers? 
Yeah, they... I think we had army surplus burgers. Yeah. They did not taste um they were weird. Yeah. Uh, they weren't bad. They were just weird. Any batch of burgers you can buy in sets of fifty are usually just strange. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do love summer trash food though. Mm-hmm. It sucks, like, um, I, I like, I just like the going from fat to thin really fast or relatively, I would say really fast for, for me, right? That's like, yeah, all things considered, it's a fast turnaround. Uh, you know, you, you, you have all these pictures of you that look like, th- not that I'm, not that I'm trying to be fat phobic here, I, but my, my point is that, um, you, if you have like a bunch of pictures on your dating profile that are bo- very recent for my case, so they all look like you're thin, and then you add someone like on Instagram that you've been talking to on Tinder, and you have to immediately be like, by the way, I was really fat like a few months ago. So it's like you, you got like I wasn't lying to you. Don't freak out when you see every photo on this this app. It's just that uh, you know, because I yeah, I can't really personally relate because I lost a bunch of weight in college. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I'm Which six is wild, foot tall. That's when everyone fucking puts the pounds on because of the beer. That 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 well, it's the beer, the lack of affordable health food in the United States, and also the sudden ability to eat whenever you want. Yeah, it's wild that I had no interest in parties for so long, and then like towards the tail end of college, and then like after college, I started going to parties, and I was like, wow, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, I uh, I went to a lot of parties my freshman and sophomore year and trailed off towards the end. Yeah. I, I never went, like, uh, I, it was probably better that I, I went the tail end because, like, I feel like all the stuff you don't want to associate with, with party culture, like, uh, that's more prevalent, like, freshman, sophomore. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, well, I was lucky. I had experienced partygoers in my friends group uh-huh. just because of who they put me in a room with. Uh-huh. And they, they were able to curate most of the parties we went to so that no one would get drugged. Yeah. I never went to anything like that. Or, I mean, I guess I wouldn't know, would I? But, uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. New topic. Now, I went to a party once, uh, and it was a Halloween party, and everyone fucking left the room at once except me and, like, my friend. Um, and... I was like, where the fuck did everyone go? And they just like tapped their nose. And I was like, Re- all of them? <laughs> like, <laughs> I really thought this was going to be the next line was going to be. And then I woke up in an ice bath in no. Tijuana. Uh, no. uh, I don't... People go crazy for that booger sugar in college. Yeah, it definitely stops in college. Mm. No. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, for me, like, I don't know anyone who does it anymore. Or I guess I, I do, but I don't party with them. Yeah, well, the issue is that the majority of our friends group is boring. Yeah, well, no, I would say responsible is probably the better word. <laughs> yeah, they're synonyms. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I mean, I've uh, even as I've opened up to like drinking and whatnot, I don't like I couldn't do. I I would do weed if I could, but I can't. And like, I think everyone thinks I'm like a, a prude that way, but it's it's really a medical thing. Yeah, I, well, that oh, that drives me fucking crazy. Uh-huh. My mom is sick, and apparently multiple people have told her to just smoke pot. And she's like, no, it, it would kill me. Yeah. Like, like this is not a thing. I can't do it. Yeah, I it's looked annoying. up the side effects of a medication I'm on, and it was like side effects if you take alcohol, and it was like heart failure. Heart failure? Wait, like your for heart alcohol stops or... be- beating? Like if you drink yeah, while well, on this I... pill. 
Okay. I thought you meant no, weed. No, like, weed. Because I, I, I still drink. I, I shouldn't. Yeah, it, it I, I was really worried. I yeah, know. I just fucking wing it every time. It's just Russian roulette with a bottle, baby. Um... <laughs> No, you just sound like family members of mine. Oh, no. <laughs> well, that was a really dark joke. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. Ah. Sorry, I just blocked that. I just read what you sent me, and now I'm uh, blanking out for a second. <laughs> I, sh- I yeah. shook him. I did it. Okay. Um, I don't know. What was the... Do you like what was your wildest party? Do you think in, in college? I don't know. Let's just talk about that. Fuck it, we have nothing written down. Wildest party I ever went. Uh, see, the thing is, the group that I, I I partied with predominantly was a very odd group of fellas, because for the most part, if you're ever talking to someone who's going to a party, they're always talking about getting laid. Mm-hmm. That is always their thing. Mm-hmm. My group was not like that. Yeah. That was a secondary goal. They wanted to get as drunk as possible and just have a good time. Make a night not to remember, you know? Mm-hmm. So usually our parties were at bars. We weren't like huge house party guys, mm-hmm. at least when I went. So it's really hard to go super crazy at a bar. Yeah. But, I mean, I went to SUNY Albany and pretty much every bar oh, in so Albany you, you is... Yeah. Okay, so your partying experience is way different than mine. Oh, yeah. Because oh, all yeah. of my parties were, like, in New York apartments, so it was like, you were not fucking anybody in your friend's apartment. You know what I mean? Oh, you need better friends. No, um... I... <laughs> like, come on, man. I gotta go to sleep tonight. <laughs> I don't want to do the sheets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. No, you weren't really Unless fucking Unless everyone anyone. else at the parties I was going to was fucking, and I was just, like, the one. Which is a really yeah, that depressing would be... thought, yeah. so I'm gonna expel it from my mind now. Uh, the odds of that ever happening are so low of me getting laid no of you going to a party and being the only one who isn't getting laid (laughs) i was like wow that was (laughs) well i mean it's hard no i'm not not that mean no um at least not on the show what were you saying oh what was i saying oh oh i mean usually the craziest parts about parties for us was trying to leave Mm -hmm. because every bar that we went to was like the size of a new york pizzeria Mm-hmm. And there was like mm, 200 people crammed in there. Mm-hmm. So like dancing was just everyone trying to like jump up and down. Mm-hmm. But you meet some wild people. I remember we used to, in undergrad, the last year of college before COVID, we would go every Thursday night to a karaoke bar. Um, and I didn't drink beer at the time. I drank cider. So I would I would be paying the most for drinks because I was a fucking idiot. Yeah. Uh, and then everyone else would would buy well, they would each at the beginning buy two pbrs and just go from there and by the end they would have like a pyramid oh that was funny we were very economical about how we drank we found like the cheapest path to the worst drunk you could get and it was for me personally it was always two natty daddies the fuck is a natty daddy is that a beer a natty a natty daddy is a beer but it's a tall boy Oh, okay. Let me let me get my uh my because it has. <laughs> I don't know if I should say this on the show, but my tall boy experience is exclusively in movie theaters. That's like the only time I ever drink tall boys. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. It, they're I think they're eight percent, but the I feel like the ones we were drinking were twelve percent. They taste mm-hmm. like shit. So you essentially shotgun two natty daddies, uh-huh. and then I would drink uh like either like a Mike's Hard or a twisted tea or something something Mm -hmm. sweet to get the taste out of my mouth and then i'd be gone for the rest of the night drinking like 
$12 gallons of vodka. Stuff like that. Oh, God, Crystal Palace. Good times, good times. What? Crystal Palace is both a soccer team and a cheap brand of vodka. Oh, I thought you were, like, I thought there was, like, a place you went. No. um, But, yeah, all my part, all the parties I went to in undergrad were, like, um, well, I I went to one that was, like, a, a, a house party, like, someone living in a house and just like shit going nuts but it was it was a good combo of like classy and getting fucked up you know what i mean because it would yeah. be like uh you know everyone's drinking like crazy um and uh like smoking pot and shit and, and in some cases booger sugar don't but, smoke shit yeah but th- but then like <laughs> there would also always be a charcuterie board you know it was like <laughs> God, no, my house party experiences were very different. They were frat houses. Mm -hmm. Usually there were holes in places where you're not really sure how they put holes there. Doors, ceilings, windows, walls. Uh Yeah, no, we did not have a charcuterie board. You were lucky if there was a couch. There were charcuterie boards and wine and like sometimes pastries and shit. It was like there was the room where it was like an adult party. And then there was a room where it was like a fucking getting trashed party. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, no, every room in Albany was a getting trashed party. Mm-hmm. And then some people were just getting wine drunk while others were, like, fucking hammering. Oh, man. Wine drunk is the best. I'm, I'm not a wine guy. I hate wine. Oh, I hate the taste of wine, but the experience of sitting in a circle with people and drinking wine I really is... think... It, sorry. No, go ahead. I really think if nice. I kept exposing myself to wine, I'd eventually, like, love wine. Because that's what that's everyone's beer experience, right? Is that like you have so many shitty experiences with beer, and then one day you're like, "Why does this taste fucking amazing?" I found that the best way to get acclimated to beer, because I didn't drink until college, I was really boring in mm-hmm. high school, um, was that I had a natty daddy as like my first real experience with beer, which mm-hmm. tastes like uh, acidic piss, and then I had um, a Corona. A Coronas were, were my beer of choice for a long mm-hmm. time, and I was like, "Oh, this is actually like pleasant. I don't want to." die mm-hmm. that was my key corona and heineken are like if, I, if i'm not creative enough to think of a beer i want that's what i say uh being from brooklyn it's kind of sacrilegious to say but i I hate most ipas is that what those are does no. ireland have ipas no i'm talking like well i'm sure they do but um you know how everyone in brooklyn has their own beer uh-huh. oh you mean like, like the fucking yeah. uh what's the yeah, word you know that? like craft yeah, craft beers. I've never, I've never really been a craft beer guy. I've had. I don't two want. Craft I don't want to get creative with terrible. my beers. Yeah, that's I the want thing. Beer flavored yeah. beer. I don't want like. <laughs> if I'm at a bar, I'm having a Bud Light or a or a Guinness. Aren't they also always way more expensive? Usually, yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I have no interest. Mm-hmm. I've had two. They both taste like toothpaste. I've never had Sam Adams. Now that I think about it. Sam Adams okay. You know what I don't like is the the one that you had to is it Blue Moon that has the orange in it? That you're uh, supposed to have with orange it has like citrus. Yes. Yeah, that one sucks for me. I like most. I, I like Canadian beers. Actually, I'm forgetting that my my real foray into drinking wasn't. I mean, it was cider, but before that, it was it was uh, hard seltzer. Ooh. And I can't go back to that shit now. Hard seltzer for me, I have a very angry response when everyone when anyone drinks hard seltzer near me because in college if you got caught drinking like uh mike's hard or uh twisted tea or something like that you got called non-politically correct names 
And now these frat boys are running around with hard seltzers. What's bro. the big like, one? I'm forgetting the name of it. Oh, oh God, I am too. Oh my lord! Next twenty minutes is going to be us going. Ah, oh, trying to think of the name of it. Seltzer brand. Well, that is. I know truly, but that's not. Oh my god. White Claw. White Claw, yes. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. You know what really fucked me up was I had a peach White Claw. It was so putrid that no, it was a it was a Bud Light seltzer, a peach Bud Light seltzer. Oh yeah. It was so putrid <laughs> almost... that it, like it tainted any experience I ever had with white uh, with White Claw or anything after that. And White Claw uh, is yeah. like it, White Claw tastes worse than beer, honestly. I I'm not a fan of anything that tries to mask the alcohol with something. Mm -hmm. You know, like you drink a beer, you know it's alcoholic. You know, I'm not a fan of cocktails. I'm really the the. I I, I do love like a Moscow Mule. That's my only one. No, I come from a family of bartenders, and I I just never vibed with any cocktail. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, it's funny though, because like I say all this about hating white claws and stuff, and my drink of choice right now is soju mixed with whatever seltzer I have on hand. Mm -hmm. So yeah, let's hypocrite. Anyway, let's take a quick break. Uh, it's the thirty minute mark. We'll be right back. And we're back. Uh, I haven't talked about it yet, but my room is a whole different setup. Did I send you pictures? You did. Yeah, it fucking rules. Uh, really, like, uh, I don't know what your setup is like at the places you live. I know you you, you alternate. Not anymore. Uh, it's just, nah, you don't have to tell me on there. But, um, <laughs> like, I really thought that I was feeling like, like I had to move out. Like, it was imperative. You know what I mean? Like. Like yeah. I was, I was in that, that that psyche of like, man, like I'm such a loser living here. I gotta leave. And then I just to give you guys context, I have uh two rooms at my parents' place. I have uh, a bedroom and an office, which is where we record. Uh, and in my office, uh, there used to be my old bed because this used to be my, my childhood bedroom, and it was a trundle bed. You know, you know trundle beds, right? It's like a yeah, yeah. I had one. So it was really fucking cramped. Do you ever see my old setup with the the, the Yes. Yeah. It was, I've been in that room. Okay. Yeah. But so you, you like with the table right next to the TV, and it was like there's no fucking space. Yeah. So I got rid of the trundle bed, and now all of a sudden it feels like I have an apartment, like I just room with my parents. You know what I mean? Like now I feel yeah. awesome. It was not at all. It's really, it boils down to just like you have to have a comfortable space for yourself. And if you have that, yeah. you're not going to feel weird at all about living with your parents. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's also, I'm broke. Mm hmm. But I have I have no qualms about living with my parents. Yeah, it, I feel like the 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 cultural zeitgeist led us to believe in our childhood that it was like such a shameful thing to be an adult living living with your parents, and then it just became so normalized when we got to to the age where where we would have yeah. moved out because we're all poor. Yeah, like, like none of us. It's not even like, that we're all poor. It's just that I mean, it's we are poor, but it's also <laughs> that everything's like expect exponentially more expensive. Yeah. And also, we live in New York. I, I mean, you could grab you, me, and two other guys, and it would still be rough to make rent in most neighborhoods we'd want to live in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I, I, like just, I don't place. feel, I don't feel nearly as much shame about it as I used to. No. Like a few days ago, when I say used to, it sounds like I'm talking. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, I just, you know, I was like, oh, I just have to have my own space to feel like an adult. Uh, I yeah. then have to take down some of these like. Uh, video game posters and shit replacing the framed stuff just to feel a little more adult um, yeah i need to i i, I live oh, another thing is i I, I, oh. I put all the pop figures away they're going in the attic 
So that, that makes me feel a lot better about my space. Yeah, that, as, as it should. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, pop figures are the one thing I'll never understand. Yeah, no, I mean, I was I was into them. I, I was drinking the Kool-Aid, but I fell so hard out of them so fast. And it sucks I, to spend that much money on stuff and then realize how stupid it is. Yeah. I don't want to know. I can check, and I will never, but I don't want to know how much money I spent on League of Legends before mm-hmm. I stopped playing. Oh, God. Yeah, I've... We've talked about this, but like I don't know anyone who's ever talked about League of Legends, even if they're still playing it, like as something they're fondly like reminiscing about. No, yeah, yeah. It's really like the crystal meth of video games. Without the high. Yeah. It's like I, a crystal it, meth just made you angry. It it really is like if you were physiologically addicted to getting kicked in the nuts. Yeah. Like no one likes League of Legends. It's not pretty. People who do are lying. Like graphically, it doesn't look no. interesting or good. Uh, nope. The gameplay is fun. It's not I like the game. In the sense that, like, uh, like the way you see like actions being like it, like uh, what's a good example of this? Um, like, like Devil May Cry is a really dynamic game where like there's know. the feedback yeah. and shit. I don't, I don't yeah. get that at all from MOBAs. Eh. Uh, it depends. Uh, I, I mean, I watch. I still watch a lot of esports. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there is definitely a visual difference between someone who's really good at the game and who isn't. You know, me and any professional player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's just. It, it really it just comes down to the fact that I was really tired of uh, learning new racial slurs. Why would you say um, that on this show? <laughs> I mean, oh, you from mean there's players okay. in game. I thought you were not to tell it. people. I you were, okay. Jesus Christ! Wow, Michael. I um, no, you're right. I'm in the wrong. I took that the, the really the wrong way. That's <laughs> you really me. look for the worst in people. Yeah, no, I gotta reflect later. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you can meditate in your new open space. In my new open space. Yeah, I think about, wow, I really, I really treated this guy wrong. Um, we, we sound like real estate agents. Yeah, I know you that, killed someone. Like, that sounds like meditate. a great like guilt way to, to sell a house. It's just like yeah. get offended by something they say. Like you should really think about what you just said to me while you just, while you spend some time in this three hundred thousand dollar condo. <laughs> in this with, open with floor your, plan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just start listing the features. Just with, like, an angry tone. Yeah, that would work on me. I'm so easy to guilt. Really? That's a lie. Yeah, no, I, that was I, a I, lie. That was... that was... I made a lot of personal jokes on the show that I realized that no one who listens to it knows Dude, anything about me. I have this me. horrible um, habit. Uh, I don't consider myself a liar, but I have a horrible habit of, <laughs> like, when I feel the need to say something, saying it, and then thinking about it for two seconds and being like, that's not true at all. <laughs> like yeah. i was i was with some i was with some classmates like at lunch break and i was like yeah i feel like i i never get uh anything out of this class you know and they're like oh really and i was like yeah and i started explaining why and then like we went to class and i was like that's not true i love this class <laughs> i just said that why the fuck did i say that <laughs> uh, uh now you got me thinking about college classes i took that i really like not shouldn't have but like didn't belong in mm-hmm God, I took um, uh, all of college. Child... <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I had a psych minor though, and you can really tie anything into psychology. I, I don't know if I should have. I mean, obviously, it would not have done me much favors to wait four years before college, but I really, it, it, I really didn't know how to care about college until it was over. Well, that yeah, sense? yeah. Well, you don't know what you got till it's gone. Yeah. You know? 
Like I didn't put the work in that I that I maybe would have now. The the only people who do end up being politicians, you know, like it's insane. What? I know a lot of people. Like the people who really put the effort into I, college. Oh, okay. I was, I was like, where the, how is this tying together with the politician thing? Oh no, it's because they like network really well. You know. Oh, okay. That's the biggest thing I didn't get out of college that I really should have. I didn't make enough I, like I just, networking friends. I just didn't have a work ethic in college. I'll, I'll like flat out admit that I didn't have the. I mean, that's not my fault too. Like, uh, I blame the New York City high school system. That and I just having ADHD, but like, well, um, yeah. If you, you know it's like i knew i was into art but it took graduating from art school to feel like i was into art yeah you know what i mean yeah uh, i had and now uh, i'm like man if i had the tools i'd be doing vr sculpting i'd be doing all this shit a vr sculpting sounds lit oh uh, dude i want to get into it so bad the thing the, the thing that's like really a game changer about vr sculpting is that when you're sculpting on a screen uh directionally with a mouse you can go um the four cardinal directions and like the in-betweens yeah uh but in vr you can sculpt back and forth yeah then that's like such a huge fucking difference hmm. i have a vr headset sitting next to me i should use it uh the the fucking um specs on your pc that you need for vr sculpting is is the reason i don't do it oh well yeah you need like an i9 which is like t- from what i've looked up very fucking expensive I don't think i9s are super crazy nowadays. All right, let me look up the setup that I was told I needed. Um, Adobe VR sculpting. I forget what it's called. I have to look up the name of it. I think we're on like i12 nowadays. It's is it Adobe Medium? No idea. Yeah, it was it was Oculus Medium, and then they sold it to Adobe, and now it's Adobe Medium. Which is actually great because I have the Adobe Creative Suite, so I, I it, like I wouldn't have to pay any more for it. But Adobe Medium requirements. Uh, yeah, so you need Windows 10, um, an i9, an Intel i9, uh, 32 gigabytes of RAM, and an NVIDIA RTX 2080 Ti GPU with at least 8 gigabytes of VRAM. Yeah, if I upgraded my processor, I could do it right now. But, like, to start, that's, like, $2,000 for everything. If you're including the monitor and the case. Uh, yeah, case and also like the headset. 50 bucks. Yeah, that would be the, the largest thing. And, yeah. and, I, uh, and I would, if I'm, if I'm getting a new monitor, I would really be going for something with, like, insane color accuracy. That's why the monitor would... But, like, I don't know. I I don't think even if I saved up that there's like a feasible way I could get to a PC like this. You could. I mean, it'd be fucking wild my, if I got like a thousand dollars back from taxes though, and then. Yeah. the The key is like my computer is a Frankenstein's monster of three different eras of me uh, upgrading it. Mm-hmm. The graphics card is the newest thing. Um, I just got a thirty eighty. Um, but the processor is two years old. The motherboard is two years old. Everything else in it is around five years old now. Mm-hmm. So what you do is you build like a good setup. Like you get the 2080, you get the motherboard, you probably get the RAM too, because RAM is pretty cheap right now. Mm-hmm. And then you would save up for the processor. And 
during while the, th- the good thing about computer parts is they're almost released like cars. Like there's almost there's one almost every year. Mm-hmm. So as you wait and save up, the thing you're saving up for drops in price. Mm-hmm. So you you'd be like, I need this i9, and then whatever comes out next year would drop the price of your i9 down. Because I'm but already seeing. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Counterpoint. Like with games, that makes sense. But uh, something like an Adobe product, as it upgrades, is going to all, all of a sudden require more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well. And then, uh, like, by the time you caught up, you're behind again. As someone who's been using Vegas Pro 16 for oh seven years now, um, <laughs> it, you don't necessarily have to use the the, mo- the newest tools. Usually, you're better off using the older ones. Right, but it, it's easier for me to access the newest one because I have that creative suite. So. Yeah, uh, there's definitely no way of accessing the older ones for that, low not that or are officially no. sanctioned uh, on its the Kinwaiko show. There are not. No. Yeah, exactly. You know, I've got a lot of software that I have gotten completely legitimately. Mm-hmm. So some of uh, my best friends are legitimate software. <laughs> 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 That was, you know. that was a good one. I'm, I'm yeah. going to give myself credit. <laughs> Pat yourself on the back. That was a good one. Because um, I'm thinking about that fucking uh, deep The Degather. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some of my best friends are Argonians. <laughs> my best slaves are Argonians. Um, dude, I have to say, the deep fake uh, audio stuff, Yeah, it's not funny for me anymore because it was funny for me until like two days ago when I saw that Elon Musk posted deep fake audio of himself. This is not funny anymore, A, because you posted it, and B, because you're Elon Musk. You could have just said it if you wanted to hear yourself say something funny. It doesn't yeah, make any I, sense. I, no, it's so dumb. It's still funny with video game characters to me. Mm-hmm. Like, it'll always be funny to hear, like, you know, Heavy from Team Fortress talking about cakes and stuff. Mm-hmm. But real people, it gets a little more annoying for me. Too. Can you imagine, like, because I imagine, right, like, because real actors are the guys that do voice acting these days, not, like, professional voice actors. They yeah, want yeah, the they're celebrity. bad at it. Uh, but the celebrities don't want to do the work. Like, could you imagine, like, in a few years, a celebrity playing in an animated film is just them letting them use the, sor- the source code for their fucking, like, AI voice or whatever? What, what was it? Was it Alita Battle Angel? Was that the movie with the uh, like where they were trying to sell the fake person as a real like actress? Well, it was underneath the CGI. No, no, no. Like they wanted to use that CGI as an actress, not a character. You know, you mean like so they the could put they, that the way they credited Robbie the robot as himself in Forbidden Planet. Sure. I, but like, yeah, they know. wanted it to act like a real person where she could be in other movies. Mm-hmm. The, and people were, I just remember people freaking out about that and being like, well, like, what's the future of this? A- and me going, I don't think this is going to work, yeah. let alone be a threat. <laughs> Alita Battle Angel is the perfect example of the dichotomy between the James Cameron directed feature and the James Cameron produced feature. <laughs> Wait, he produced that? Yeah. He was going to oh direct God. it, but he was like, fuck it, more Avatar. And he gave it to someone else, and then just... Yeah, that that You look that at, flopped. like, like directed by James Cameron, Titanic, Aliens, Terminator 2 Judgment Day, Avatar, Avatar The Way of Water, produced by James Cameron, Terminator Dark Fate, Elite of Battle Angel. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like, the guy, like, his... his 
it's very rare that you have a guy whose name on a project is either a blessing or a kiss of death. But like, I really, I like, whenever I, I've never actually let's look up movies he's produced because maybe I'm being too harsh. Actually, no, his ex-wife, um, Catherine Bigelow, he produced a lot of her movies and they fucking roll. Like, um, <sighs> Strange Days. You ever seen that? No. It's this movie about like. Uh, there's a black market for uh, like people will go and like rob a bank at gunpoint, right? And then like yeah. get murdered by the police. Uh, and then someone on the black market will scan their brain into a chip, and you'll put the th- put a thing on your head and experience what it's like to rob a bank and then die a horrible death. Like it's all about like f- like being an adrenaline junkie. Like you're experiencing fucked up things and stuff. Uh, and Strange oh. Gaze is about a guy who who does that. He sells these experiences, and um, he has to solve this, this, uh, these crimes where someone is, like, uh, I, uh, okay, trigger warning, uh, sexual assault, just because, yeah, to skip ahead a little bit. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, these um, this guy is going around sexually assaulting women, but, like, from his point of view, like he's putting the thing on them. Yeah. That's so fucked the, up. Yeah. And then murdering them, obviously. Um, well, clear. But the movie's really good. Uh, if not incredibly misguided politically, it, it, it rules. Oh. Um, and then fucking, don't even get me started about uh, Point Break. Okay, I won't. You've never seen Point Break? No. Have you seen Fast and Furious? Yes. I'm told that you've seen Point Break then. Oh. They're the same movie, apparently. Just uh, surfboards and cars. Oh, yeah. that sounds terrible. No, dude, Point Break fucking rules. It's it's so good. My One of my favorite movie movie lines of all time is from Point Break, which is... Uh, am I still coming through? Okay, yeah. Um, uh, fucking Keanu Reeves works for the FBI, right? Wait, was it surfing or skateboarding? Surfing. Yeah, I think you said skateboard. Did I? Yeah. Well, I meant. Skateboard. I have seen this movie. Oh, you have. Yes. Do you know the line I'm referencing? I don't think I maybe. Uh, he goes to the FBI and he's like a hothead, and the FBI chief looks at him and goes, "Uh, like I know your type, young, dumb, and full of cum." <laughs> and that's like the, one of the best lines I've ever heard in a movie. Yeah. Young, dumb, and full of cum. That is that the most '90s movie ever made. Point Break. Yeah. Uh, it's like, I don't know even if I'd call it the most 90s, because it's such a niche part of the 90s. Like, if you weren't surfing in California, that's not your 90s at all. No, but I feel like I a lot say, of... I will say, though, that, like, the fact that one of the bad surfer guys is the lead singer of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, in that sense. It just feels like surfing, I feel like... Hollywood thought that surfing was going to be a much bigger part. Well, it it, it was so, just not for us. It was like Hollywood is is in surfing land. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, we we have no horse in that surfing place. land, yeah, aka the West Coast. California. Yeah. That's like all, that's so alien to us. Like technically, you could surf in New York. There's waves. People do, and people do. Yeah, but it doesn't feel like it's part of the culture the way it is in California. No, we mostly laugh at them. Mm-hmm. Patrick Swayze is uh. really good in that movie too. What? What? I'm looking at um, James Cameron's discography. 
Wrong word. I know. Okay. I was just going to roll with it. I realized the second I said it, uh-huh. but he did a documentary looking for the Bismarck, and I did not know this. The Bismarck? I may have to watch it. Is that uh, a boat? Yeah, it was a Nazi battleship. Oh. Largest one they produced. He's and, he's one of the few people to go to... The, he's gone the deepest in the Marinara, Mar, Marinara, Mariana Trench than anyone else alive. <laughs> Marinara, Marinara Trench. Trench. That sounds fucking delicious. That sounds awesome. Uh, yeah, I, I was looking, like, I didn't know this movie existed, and I'm assuming it means they either didn't find it, or if they did, they were just like, it's here, and then I mean, ended it. He did the same movie for Titanic. I yeah. think it's called Ghost of the Abyss. Where he... Isn't that how he got the funding to make Titanic? Was that he was like, I'll just make a, make a movie and also go out there and look for it? Yeah, did he find it? I think they did. I think he was the one who found the Titanic. Did James Cameron find the Titanic. James Cameron wasn't aware of this until he had finished the screenplay. The movie was roughly the... Wait, what? Titanic Belfast. Oh, that's an advertisement. <laughs> Oh no! I guess it had already been found. Yeah. Wait, let's see. Um, let's see what Quora says. Yeah, nothing more uh, more trustworthy than Quora. Uh, I don't understand this layout at all. Probably for the best. What the fuck is any of this? Did James Cameron find the Titanic? Throat phlegm? Your body is trying to tell you something. That's not an answer. <laughs> yeah, you know. I mean, um, do you have throat phlegm? I feel like that's the next part of this no, conversation. I don't have throat phlegm. Thank God. That fucking sucks. I do. Uh, the wreck of the Titanic, this is Wikipedia, lies at a depth of about 12,500 feet. Uh, the Titanic sank in 1912 and it collided with an iceberg. I know. I don't know why I got so angry. I'm sorry. In 1985, the wreck was finally located by a joint French-American expedition uh, led by Jean-Louis M- Michel. Jean-Louis Michel and Robert Ballard. Okay. Okay. So, not so no, he did James Cameron. Why did I think he did? Or maybe he just I thought he know. did, too. Um, I mean, it was 1985. It's not like, you know, he was still looking for it. Titanic came out way after 1985. It did? Yes. It's a 90s movie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It came out in 1995, so it's not like they didn't know it was found. Oh. 1997. I thought you said it was before 1985. And I was like, Damn, it yeah, looks no, really good then. From the 40s, no. Uh, <laughs> it actually was yeah, filmed geez, during... Every review of Titanic when it came out was like, come on, really? Too soon. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> God. It's like... Is this a bad time to bring up that weird 9-11 virtual oh, reality God. thing we watched? We talked about this on the show already. I feel like, yeah, I think uh... we did. Yeah. God. James Cameron produced movies. Just rolling right over that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not September. We can't talk about it. Yeah. Um, I'm looking for producers. Just, like, just produce. This is not helpful. This is telling me. You see my name on one of them. <laughs> the Wikipedia thing for his filmography is pretty helpful. James Cameron producer credits uh, i think the issue is that your average person doesn't know the difference between a producer and a director the internet so they just should. kind of lump them all yeah the internet should but the internet is for the average person and the average person is dumb uh 
Piranha 2 The Spawning. That was his first he movie. was director, but not the producer. Yeah, and he does. He wants people to forget that he was the producer. Uh, why? He, he wrote, wrote Rambo Dark First Blood and Alito Battle Angel? What the fuck? We're learning so many things. What the fuck is this team? We... Oh, he he's listed as a writer for... The... I, I feel weird even saying this, like, just explaining it to you. He's listed as a writer for the TV movie that is a filming of um, Cirque du Soleil's Avatar show. Uh, I mean, he I guess... wrote Terminator Genesis? No, wait, hold on. No, it's just based on his characters. Okay, thank Christ. I'm more shocked that he that Sylvester Stallone wrote Rambo First Blood. Part two. You didn't he didn't he write the first one too? I don't know. No, he's a good writer. He wrote he wrote Rocky. He's weirdly like good at that kind of stuff. Like you think of him as like brain dead because he talks like that. Well, yeah, he does. I have hope he never hears disability. me say that. He'd beat the fuck out of me. But um, yeah, even at age seventy five, he could still snap me in two. Yeah, but no, he like I mean, he talks like a meathead. Like that's part of the charm yeah. of his his roles. But he he's like a he wrote Rocky and First Blood. Good for him. Yeah. Wow, uh, I was almost on the money. He's seventy six. Uh, yeah. So he. This is his writers. Didn't I just look up producers? Did I? Make... Um. I thought I looked up producer. Oh, here we go. Producer. Uh, Super slash natural, never heard of it. Supernatural planet, uh, secret of the whales. Well, you know the six, Akashi Akashinga, the brave ones, Terminator, Dark Fate, a little battle angel, James Cameron's story of science fiction, the game changers, Titanic, twenty years later, uh, what would the ocean say, Atlantis rising, uh, Turok first flight, uh, Turok, oh. sorry, not Turok, oh. not fucking. <laughs> not the the dinosaur hunter um years of living hoping. dangerously beyond glory shut the fuck up john tron what hold on james Is it... can someone just fuck with imdb here i hope so yeah okay it's on reddit who did this <laughs> <laughs> All right. That is so fucking funny. Someone just put Sean Shron. I have to tell Tom about that later. Um, let's wrap up right here. I'm fucking tired, but that was a good note to end on. Um, yeah. James Cameron yeah. produced John Tron. Right. Now you all know. Now we, and knowing is half the battle. Uh, guys, thanks for listening. This has been another episode of It's the Kid Michael Show. As always, I'm your host, Kid Michael. I'm joined by my co host, Kid Anderson. You can follow the show on Instagram at Kid Michael and on Twitter at Kid Michael. Theme song was written and performed by Matthew Rosen.